Jack Chris here, the Now See Here podcast. I want to give a special thanks to those underwriters and sponsors and supporters, some of whom uh, started with me with BAM South when we uh, kicked back up here recently. Uh, I want to thank Benchmark Construction, and they're celebrating 40 great years this year, JH&H Architects, Farm Bureau Life Insurance, the Carson Law Group, PLLC, Dr. Michael Sanders, Face Value Health, Oxford Lafayette Chamber of Commerce and Economic Development Foundation, Lulu Kebab Mediterranean Cuisine, Auto Innovative. Go see Alex Murray, great place here on Highway 51 for some great deals. Mazda of Jackson, another great uh, car dealership. BAMSouth.org, our homepage. Merit Media, Bank First, SettleMyCase.com, The Homebuyer Guy, Will White, and our new underwriter, Hometown Lenders of Mississippi. Thank you all very much for your support. And if you would like to be a sponsor, you can email me at Chris, C-R-I-S-S, public relations at gmail.com. Hey, Jack, Chris here. I want to remind everybody about a very exciting event we've got coming up on August 8th. That's a Thursday at CC's Coffee House in Ridgeland on Highway 51. We're calling it Open Mike with Dr. Mike. Dr. Michael Sanders, who, of course, owns and operates Face Value Health, direct primary care, will be here live at CC's, and we'll be doing an hour-and-a-half unusual podcast in that you can come in, get some coffee and some delicacies and treats or whatever you want to drink here at CC's, come in the studio and talk to Dr. Sanders, ask him any question live. We're going to be uh, taping it for YouTube, and the show will be recorded for a later broadcast. It's going to be very exciting. We're calling it Interactive uh, Podcast Radio. Open mic with Dr. Mike. It's from 1 till 2.30, August the 8th, at CC's Coffee House. So be sure to join me, Jack Chris, Roddy Merritt, and Dr. Michael Sanders of Face Value Health. We look forward to seeing you. Hello, everyone. Jack Chris here. This is the Now See Here podcast, and we are broadcasting live today from CC's Coffee House in Ridgeland, Mississippi. And SettleMyCase.com is upstairs. Roddy Merritt, our technician, is running the board, and we're pleased to have a guy who I've known for a long time. He's a friend. He's a uh, Mississippi boy, done good, and he's in the big city of, a growing city of Nashville, Tennessee. Now, it's Brian Harris, and I know a lot of you out there probably know Brian. Brian, first of all, uh, good morning. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, my pleasure. I've been looking forward to it. Now, Brian, you grew up actually, you and I were talking, I, I, you lived in Clinton, and I thought you grew up in Clinton. You're from Madison, and then you lived in yep. Clinton for a number of years, right? Yeah, I think that's correct. I uh, went to high school in Madison, uh, junior college in Ridgeland, and then uh, after uh, graduating from Mississippi State, uh, ended up moving back to Clinton. Uh, just seemed like a right decision at the time. It was a a good little city and close enough to home. Now you're in Nashville, and that's I wanted to have you on the show because you're doing something really cool and different. It sounded like you just made a big career move because I know your background's in financial planning and, and financial mm -hmm. work, and you've, you've worked you know, in that capacity for so many uh, years. But you actually bought, uh, I, would you call it a bar slash uh, restaurant or a club? Or I what would say uh, we, we, we do serve food, uh, but it's definitely bar food, so I would highly consider it a bar. It's um, Alley Taps in Nashville, Tennessee, and you're located where now? Uh, we're in the historic Printer's Alley. Uh, Printer's Alley used to be known for its debauchery back in Prohibition. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the building I'm in was built in 1892, and in the, in the back, back part of the basement, 
uh, there is a hallway that actually goes all the way to City Hall. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Still does? There's a lot of underground. Still, it still does. Um, it, it's, it's been blocked off for safety reasons. But, yeah, there is definitely tunnels uh, that go that go back quite a ways. And it was built in 1892. Mm -hmm. I bet it's and a... We actually, we actually used to be one of the original printing presses, and that's why the area is called Printer's Alley. Well, how did you find out about the building? Before we talk about uh, the Great Club, because I see a lot of your clips on Facebook, but how did you get interested in this, Brian? I mean, as far as I know, you never had a background in, in uh, you know, restaurant or bar management. I, I didn't know that you would ever want to own one. Tell us the background. So uh, the background of how I found it, I started uh, consulting with the previous owner. Um, and helping him with his finances, helping him get different things together, and um, you know, starting any kind of venture, uh, be it a Nashville, even though the area is growing like crazy, is difficult. And um, after consulting for about a month, I realized this might be an opportunity that I can, you know, take over. And and a previous owner was, you know, honestly in his uh, in his 60s and tired, and, you know, a couple of health issues. Yeah. And it just it's just uh, it's a lot of work, a lot of time spent there. And we just came up with an agreement and uh, ended up buying it in November, uh, October of last year. Uh, all the licensure uh, transferred in my name by November of the following year. And, and we still have some investors, but yeah, I'm, I'm you, now the managing partner. You are the sole owner. Uh, of the LLC, yeah. Of the it's LLC, complicated, yeah. complicated, but yeah, but there, there's definitely some investors involved. Well, that, uh, uh, tell me, how many employees have you got? Do you work uh, work inside? Do you ever run the bar? Give me give me that uh, situation. Every, every now and then, uh, there's about uh, ten employees. Um, and the, the week of CMA, I had three barbacks that called out. So there was there was one Saturday that I was a barback uh, slash chef. Uh, now, chef is <laughs> definitely a good term for somebody that can run pizzas through a pizza oven. But. Well, well, are you sure they called in sick or were they out doing other things? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, they, they were out of town. Oh, okay. So well, I was just wondering if I'm sure your business probably really rose considerably uh, during that week. It, it was definitely a busy week for sure. Um, and tourism in, in Nashville really starts in March and it goes until mid-December. So... Uh, I, I, not many people know this that don't spend a lot of time here, but Nashville it has more bachelorette parties than any other uh, United States city in the nation. Bachelorette parties? Mm -hmm. Really? I wonder why the that is. The Woohoo Girls. <laughs> um, everybody, you know, and girls, they love to dance, they love live music, and Nashville is definitely a place for that. Well, uh, when's the next bus up there? I, uh, <laughs> you know, so many people, honestly, though, have moved to Nashville. I mean, you made the decision. What it's been about ten years now. Uh, Two thousand eleven is when I made made the decision to move. Okay, so yeah, close to ten years. What do you like best about the city, and and what do you think someone from from our area, Central Mississippi, would first find so distinctive? I mean, it's still the South, but Brian, it's it's becoming, from what I hear, more and more metropolitan. So give it's, us kind of a before we get back to alley taps, the lay of the land in Nashville. Well, the, the the funny thing is nobody's actually from Nashville. I know more people from Pittsburgh than I do from <laughs> the group in Nashville. Pittsburgh? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but the good thing is everybody loves the idea of the South, you know, that everybody's friendly for the most part. And so you're not dealing with people that have lived in Nashville all their lives and they're kind of stuck in their cliques. Everybody is looking for that Southern hospitality and to, to make new friends. And... 
I think I don't I don't know if that's still continuing to to be this. It looks like traffic's validating this, but a hundred families move in. Um, I think it's every month. But it's. I mean, but Brian, every day. It's, it's something insane. Well, that, that is insane if those numbers are, are, are right. But, you know, what you just said about Nashville, couldn't you also say about Birmingham or Atlanta or Charlotte? Why, why do you think it is? What's that mystique? It, it's not just country music or music, is it? It's, it's a lot of that. Um, we're also a really big healthcare hub. There's two of the largest privately owned uh, healthcare operators. Um, HCA is one of them, and uh, I think CHS is the other. And both collectively own over 200 hospitals across the nation, but the majority of their operations is here in Nashville. So music is not our number one um, uh, draw. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely not our number one draw. But it's a big one. Well, and it's not all country music. I, I know the the one and only time I was in Nashville, I ran the country music marathon uh, in 2006. And I know, and I still kick myself, uh, the night after the race, Steve Howe of Yes was giving a solo show, you know, in downtown Nashville. Mm-hmm. But there's jazz, there's rock. There, Am I right? There's every kind of music in Nashville. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we, get, we get a lot of great artists that come through. Um, uh, uh, the lead singer of Aerosmith, you know, when he was producing an album, lived here. And I, I think he still does, actually. I've, I've seen videos of him popping into random places and singing. Um, but he hasn't come to Alley Taps yet. No, he hasn't made it there yet. Now, you, you got uh, to know some of the cast members of Nashville when it was taped there, did you not? Yeah. Um, Hayden Panettiere, you know, she would bounce around to a lot of different parties that I've been to. Um how was she? I know she's a gorgeous woman. Oh, she's woman. really sweet. Really? really sweet. Really small. But it's funny because, uh, you know, her husband's about 6'4 and a professional boxer. And she looks... <laughs> Next to him? <laughs> Next to him, she looks like a little doll. Did you meet any uh, Julie Britton? Uh, uh, no, is that her name? What's... Uh, uh, Con- Connie, Connie Britton. Britton. Uh, yeah, yeah. Any of the other... Uh, no, uh, there's, I can't remember her name, uh, really sweet. She's originally from Australia, but uh, she's the other blonde-headed girl. Oh, yes. Nashville. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think in the show, uh, she was uh, originally from Oxford, Mississippi. I think they painted that. But the, the, mm-hmm. the other thing, I, when it comes to country music, you kind of hold a, a famous uh, uh, position. I know you used to parlay a little uh, notoriety out of it, and probably still do, but you bear an uncanny resemblance to the country music star Blake Shelton. So mm-hmm. you became fake Shelton. Now, are you, are you yep. still, you still using that stick, Brian? Uh, does, does that work on the ladies in Nashville or, or, <laughs> or tell tell us how that came to be. I definitely, I, when all these bachelorette parties come into town, there's quite a few that do want to take pictures. Yes. But, <laughs> and, um, and you just, uh, uh, tell I them, let it happen. Uh, yeah. you don't uh, disavow <laughs> that or distance yourself from that. I, I assume. No, you know, we got to entertain them some, but now you, you have been but, in photo shoots and things, right? Oh, yeah. So um, I think it was about in 2013 when I started hearing uh, that I resembled him. I finally had to look him up because, you know, I've heard his music on on the radio, but I honestly I didn't know what he looked like. Yeah. So I finally looked him up. And, and usually when somebody tells you, oh, you look just like somebody, you're like, oh, really? That's how you think I look? Yeah. But yeah. but after seeing pictures, I'm like, no, I, I, I get it. I see it. So uh, the summer, I think it was 2013, uh, they needed a, a – a, a body double and somebody posted on Facebook, one of the more famous uh, casting directors in town posted, I need somebody that's about six, four, six, five with Blake Shelton type hair. 
uh, within a five minutes, I got about three or four screenshots saying, hey, you need to contact them. And so I found them on Facebook. I emailed them and said, I'm not quite that tall, but I do get told on a daily basis that I look like them. And I sent them a picture. Almost responded immediately and said, I need you at Bridgestone Arena at 7 o'clock on Monday morning. Um, and then I started getting text messages from an L.A. number about you know, shirt sizes and, and everything else. And I still wasn't real clear um, on what I was going to be doing. I show up and they put me through hair and makeup. They even paint the fake tattoo on my arm that Blake Shelton has. Um, and then I walk into this room and I look <laughs> and sit on the couch as Jason Aldean across from uh, Kristen Bell. And he looks back at me and does a double take <laughs> about 20 minutes later. He's like, well, damn, I, th I thought Blake Shelton walked through the door. <laughs> well, have you, have you met Blake? Uh, briefly, I met him uh, last summer. And what did he think of the, the resemblance? Oh, he, he, he kept on looking at me a little bit, but you know, every time they quit filming him, you know, he had four or five people rush up to him and, you know, letting him know what he's going to be doing next, you know, keeping up with his whole agenda for the day. You know, he's obviously very busy, but we did, we did get to talk for a little bit, but he did say, he looked at me, he's like, nice shirt. Because <laughs> we're wearing the same shirt. Well, you know, I'm sure I, I've heard this, and I want to ask you to confirm or not that, that it's, it's pretty common. You mentioned Steve Tyler and these guys, but you do see the celebrities and the stars in Nashville like you used to see in New Orleans and like you probably still do in New York City. But they're, mm -hmm. they're there, right? I mean, they're walking down oh, your street. Bit, yeah. Yeah. Keith Urban, I've seen, um, I think he used to have long hair, the Florida Georgia Line guy. Um, I actually had a really good conversation with Ken, uh, Lenny Kravitz. He was super nice, extremely nice. Lenny Kravitz was nice. Yeah. Did he? Uh, oh yeah. Did he come into the uh, into the club or? No, this was a different. Um, this is a, a private club that I used to frequent. That's no longer open. Um, but there was a private club in downtown Nashville. Uh, that I, I get to meet a few people. Well, Alley Taps. Let's get back to it. What has yeah. been the biggest challenge for you? Uh, in, in getting into this business and what's been the most uh, rewarding aspect? Um, it, it does take a while. There's a, so many moving parts in, in a bar that you know, people don't realize. Uh, dealing with the licensure and dealing with the city and state um, was not the easiest. Um, just getting all the, the – and it's expensive. Yeah. I had no idea liquor license, beer license, food license – for the kitchen, food license for the bar, like everything is just, you know, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in, in license fees. And, you know, the directions to to get that um, are not the easiest to read sometimes. But um, but luckily now, I only have to do that once a year. So, um, and I'm sure... And taxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'm sure you've got... Uh, advisors now too do you not who help you out with some of these uh some of these things um, yes and no and you know my accountant and bookkeeper they they definitely help but a lot of it is you know stuff that i'm doing by myself learn as you go yeah well th then conversely on the flip side what's the what's the greatest part of the job or the most rewarding part of having alley taps uh we have live music every single night really and i get to hear some of the most amazing musicians seven nights a week seven nights a week do you get do they get good response i mean it's got to be tough because i i assume everybody in nashville wants to be discovered uh you know wants, oh yeah i well, probably get five emails a day of people wanting to play the bar really um oh yeah it's 
and, and, and kind of interesting, my girlfriend, who I'm dating now as a musician as well, actually met her at the bar. And she thought you were Blake Shelton. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, and she was telling me that, that the pay rates that artists get here in Nashville is probably a third or maybe even a fourth of what they can get in any other city just because there are so many artists. It's supply and demand. That's There's amazing. so many great artists. They're really that good? You don't have any duds who come in? I mean, do you, do you have to audition them yourself uh, and make that I, determination? I, I, no, I have a, a, a booking agent who handles uh, getting all the acts. But who's, um, who's been your favorite so far, Brian? Can you pick one or two that, that maybe as yet they're undiscovered and, and maybe people should look them up on Facebook or YouTube? Um, well, de definitely, I wouldn't say undiscovered, but uh, we have the Soulshine Family Band, which, uh, you know, our own Mississippian, uh, Chris Sart, uh, helps put together. Yeah, yeah. Um, they used to do every Sunday night at uh, Soulshine Pizza in Midtown, uh, they used to do a jam session, and they, you, you would never know who was going to get on stage. Uh, and that that is, you know, now becoming one of my favorite nights. So it's a jam session where you got Adam Wakefield, he won second place on The Voice, you got Kenny Olsen uh, played. And a guitar for uh, uh, Kid Rock. Um, everybody on stage is just a master of their craft, and they and I post. I try to post as many videos as I can. Yeah. Uh, but we definitely do a live feed on uh, our Alley Taps uh, page. Hint, hint. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Drop drop but, the hints. We want people to go to yeah. it. But they'll uh, so you know the core group will play for about an hour, and then you know, their friends jump on stage, and it's almost like. You know, if, if they were sitting around a campfire and people were taking turns uh, playing, but everybody that gets on stage would just blow your mind. Well, then, since you've been open, who's been the biggest celebrity who's walked through the doors there at Alley Oh, uh, Yeah, that's easy. Dale Earnhardt Jr. had a few beers. Oh, yes, really? He does drink Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a good plug uh, for Budweiser. I'd love for them to be a corporate <laughs> sponsor of the show. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't we all? <laughs> you know, Brian, it's, it sounds like you have really, I mean, you've made a difference. You've made Nashville. It sounds like it's really home. In fact, I think you've lost most of your southern accent that, that you had uh, here in Jackson, even though... Yeah, I guess it's all those Pittsburgh people you hang out with. But, uh, I, you know, this is a national podcast. We're growing it. We want it to be international, mm -hmm. of course. And I, I want people to, just because you're a, a great guy and a good friend, I want them to go to Alley Taps. What do they expect? What, give me a sales pitch. What's, what's the atmosphere like? What, when they walk into Alley Taps, what are they going to experience that they might not experience at uh, any other Nashville uh, establishment? You're going to walk through one of the most historic districts in Nashville, Printer's Alley. And when you walk into the bar, um, you know, it's not a lot of signage outside. It's definitely a true speakeasy. Uh, and when you walk in, it's going to make you feel like you're walking into something, you know, like a little pub from England. Um, we decorated with our tables are, you know, old whiskey barrels um, and just a lot of wood. Every, and we kept a lot of the um, brick exposed. So you're, you definitely feel the history of the building as soon as you walk in. Well, let's say. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. And, and, you know, we're a block, block and a half away from uh, Broadway, which is one of the busiest streets in the country. I don't know how many bars. It's like, you know, 40 different bars, that, you know, every single one of them with live music. Um, you're going to hear, you know, Wagon Wheel more times than you can count. Um, and, you know, we're that nice little getaway to hear some amazing, you know, and a lot of times original music. But it's not going to be so crowded like, you know, the downtown bars. And I've had so many tourists say, 
we did our, you know, did that one night at Broadway. It was amazing, but it was just too much. And you know, we've come back here for the last three nights. So it's, and you know, th- three nights out of the week we have uh, singer songwriter rounds. Hmm. So you, you know, we're, we're trying to get that original, and not necessarily country. A lot of it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's obviously some country influence, but it's just a eclectic. It's a great little bar. Mix, yeah. I, well, you know, uh, we're going to do soon. Roddy Merritt, my tech uh, technician here, and I are going to do what's called the now see here happy hour. We're going to drink mm-hmm. our favorite adult beverages while we're on the air. Urge our audience mm-hmm. to do the same if they're over 21, and we're going to talk about mm-hmm. nothing but happy things. Hence, happy hour. What we need oh. to do is, is come up to Nashville and do the podcast at Alley Taps. Oh, of course. I would love that. Would you Would you give us the 18 year old scotch for free? <laughs> Our discount? Maybe a 12. <laughs> Maybe a twi- Maybe a 12. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Brian. We'll, we'll see if this podcast gets on the air, old buddy. <laughs> it's my good friend Brian Harris. I just wanted Brian to talk about his, his great new business in Nashville. Man, I'm proud of you. I think it's terrific. You're a young man, and uh, it sounds like a great place. I can't wait to come up and, and really see it and, and visit with you again. Um, and I have to ask this before you give out the information. Are there a lot of expats up there, a lot of uh, other Jacksonians or Mississippians living in Nashville that you've met? Yeah, there's, there's quite a few. Um, Nashville has definitely become a hub, yeah. a destination place for, for people. Well, no, um, no doubt. And, and you're, we count you as the best among them. How about that, Brian? <laughs> now do I get the 18-year-old scotch? <laughs> no, 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 we're getting up there. All right, Brian Harris. <laughs> Brian, give us the website, give us the YouTube page, the info, phone number even for Alley Taps for our listeners who are in your area. And, and I know I've got friends in the Nashville area, so how can they come up and see you and hear about you? Yeah, like us on Facebook, uh, you know, Alley Taps. Um, I believe we're the only Alley Taps on Facebook. Um, our website is alleytaps.com. Um, you know, it's better to message me either on Facebook, um, or through the website, nobody has landlines anymore. We have it for certain reasons, but I don't even remember the number to be honest. <laughs> well, it's not necessary. <laughs> they can, they can get you through social media, Brian. But, uh, but if you do like us on Facebook, you'll get to see a lot of these, uh, live feeds. Yeah. Uh, I can attest to that. Musicians. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's great stuff. And again, man, we're proud of you, Brian. And thanks for taking time out. I know you've got to probably go open up for the lunch crowd. So, uh, so get to it and uh, keep up the good work, my friend. All right. Thank you so much. Good talking with you. All right, Brian. Good talking to you. It's Mr. Brian Harris and his place is Alley Taps in Nashville. If you're in the area, go by and see him. Brian is really a, a terrific guy, and I'm, I'm proud of him. Glad to have an entrepreneur on the show. I'm Jack Chris. This is the Now See Here podcast, and we, of course, come to you from CC's Coffee House on Highway 51, and SettleMyCase.com is upstairs. On behalf of Roddy Merritt, I'm Jack Chris. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, tune in again soon.